I am going out into the middle of nowhere to turn five acres of desert into a permaculture oasis. Please join me on my journey. So I found this article that I think is pretty good, even though I'm not religious, especially not Christian. Um, but I don't believe that you have to be one religion or anything, any kind of specific religion in order to like connect with the Great Spirit at all, because that's ridiculous to me. That's just like on its face. But I did find this thing that sort of seems to address the issue. And it has this uh, bunch of stuff I was reading. And then it, I came upon this actual, he actually writes it out, what you're supposed to say. So I'm just going to read it. As I stand before your courts, Lord, I thank you for your graciousness and favor. I come before you surrendering to you. I present myself as a living sacrifice in your presence. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable before you. May I be submitted to you in every area that I might be judged by you as one who is yours. As I worship before you, Lord, I repent for any and all places of rebellion, disobedience, or unruliness. Forgive me for the places I have walked in disobedience to you. Cleanse me from my secret faults. Redeem me from my presumptuous sins. And may I be innocent of the great transgression. May I be your vessel walking in surrender and submission to you. I also repent for any and all sins in my bloodline. Iniquity and all covenants with demons, known or unknown, may they be annulled by your precious blood. I remind these courts that I am purchased by the blood of Jesus that is speaking on my behalf. May this blood silence every claim against me. May every demonic assertion against me and my bloodline now be quiet. May every legal claim they make from covenants with demons in my bloodline no longer be able to speak. Their right to afflict me and my lineage is now revoked and removed in Jesus' name. I also give back to these dark powers anything they claim I have gained from them. I want nothing that comes from them. I want no association on any level with them. I give back to them any and all things they claim to have given to me and my bloodline. I want only what belongs to me from the Lord. I want his blessings over me and my lineage. Every provision and blessing I enjoy may it be from the Lord only. I now renounce and speak off and disown any connection, agreement, or covenant with any idol, god, and demon power. And I and my bloodline are now free from every hidden thing. They have no claim of, claim of ownership over me. I belong only to the Lord Jesus by his wonderful blood. Let every curse now be judged as illegal and unrighteous. It no longer has a right to land against me. I and my lineage are now free in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I mean, I had done some research into the word amen, and I had found that it actually is a negation of everything that was just said before it. So I wish I hadn't said that. But I think I'm going to put this like in my calendar or something and just say it every day for a while and just see what happens. The only problem is um, I don't follow, like to me, Jesus was just a physicist because I've, I actually have studied under the world's foremost scholar of the Kaburus manuscript, which is one of the books that was removed from the quote unquote Bible. And I know for a fact he was not preaching religiosity. He was literally just teaching physics and it, the, the, Christ, the Christian thing is an overlay. It's actually a demonic and satanic overlay, um, yada, yada. So I don't. I, I wonder if that, if, I mean, like I had listened to this story of this guy who'd been, he had a near death experience and he'd been taken down a corridor or enticed down a corridor and then brought into this dark place where he was beaten mercilessly by a bunch of like ghouls or something. And they wouldn't stop. They wouldn't leave him alone. They were going to beat him to death. Although he was like 
in his you know spirit body or his um eth- eth- uh, what do you call it etheric body or astral body but uh he was in a hospital his body was in a hospital bed um but he was trying to rack his brain <clears throat> for anything he had he could remember from like um when he'd gone to sunday school as a kid a little bit and he so he just like started reciting something that he could remember from that like some kind of prayer or whatever and he said this beam of light opened up like this hole of light opened up in this dark darkness above him and this hand reached down and and he took it and it lifted him out of there and he became a christian after that and all this and really i still am not like all, oh my god because that doesn't it does not mean at, that christianity is the one way at all it just means that that's what he was able to access and that's what his influence had been and it's very clear to me that it doesn't matter what your modality is it's you can talk in any language you can talk in any <clears throat> way any worship any path of worship or whatever you want to call that and in whatever form you believe will be how it it shows itself to you but there is a force a consciousness a something you know the native american word or phrase that i use is great spirit and i know that you know it's it it doesn't yeah it's just silly to say that like oh this one religion that came along supposedly 2000 years ago is the way you know that's just silly <clears throat> look at all the people that christianity has just murdered raped murdered burned alive just i mean oh my god just in the name of god or whatever it's you know come on let's really look at christianity in a real way so i don't buy into this like jesus christianity thing <clears throat> so what i need to do is probably to really feel authentic with this is to change the the labels that have been placed in here from this like christian overlay here um because christianity is just like overlaid over everything it's just taken over um that should be right there like you know to tell you something but um you know change it to something like you know great spirit or whatever what i did find really interesting though is what the heck is all this blood what's this discussion of blood why in the world is this guy talking about jesus blood he's like his wonderful blood like are they i mean i'm thinking about the eucharist and how like they have this they just these christians just do this ritual without even thinking they go and they eat the fucking flesh of this guy that was murdered and they drink his blood you know it's fucked up it's total cannibalism and i'm just like um why do they never why do christians never like look at that and question what the fuck are we doing um so <laughs> I really, if anybody were to comment on this and say like, oh, you're blasphemous, so you're going to hell. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. I know that in my heart and in my blood and in my bones and in my marrow and all that. Toenails. In my toe, I know it in my toenails. Um, <clears throat> it does not matter what religion or spiritual path you take as long as it's not demonic that's all that matters right because look at all the indigenous peoples the world over you know not every indigenous culture was was um you know aztec and sacrificing humans that's demonic that's obviously satanic you know that doesn't have anything to do with like god so i just find this really interesting and i'm glad i looked a little further into this um because the thing that i had found last night was kind of more about it was more about like it was a more metaphorical look at it and I, I think this one's a more direct because this guy has written a book and he's talking about this author that I've been reading this morning 
um, this article I found of his, but he's, he said that he had generational curses and his whole family was being taken over by these demons, this demon, and they found the actual name of the demon. And that as soon as they did this, um, it, it, like their lives changed drastically and they were free of, of this like oppressive meddling. And, um, I never mentioned when I was telling you, um, on the last episode, um, you know, my sort of reason to believe that there's something predating me. Uh, but there had been, let's see, I lost track of what I was saying. There had been, um, more to the story and I'll have to like, see, I was trying to change tabs so I could go back to the recording and, uh, maybe forget what I was going to tell you. Oh, well, that happens sometimes, but I'll come back to it because I just find all this really, 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 really fascinating man. (laughs) So hopefully I can figure this out because um, I'm on to something, I think. Okay, so I'm just uh, derping basically, but I'm digging in a little bit deeper. And I'm, you know, I I basically um, put into a a search engine um, other than the Google, um, the Christian obsession with blood and the Eucharist and sacrifice. Because even in that thing that that guy put into that demonic curse clearing chant or, um, invocation or whatever the fuck you want to call that, he's talking about sacrificing yourself, offering yourself as a sacrifice. And that is like, what the fuck? Why do you need to sacrifice yourself? What is this obsession? Right. And it just points directly to demonic because the real, God, the great spirit has no need whatsoever for you to sacrifice anything, including yourself and give it any blood or spill any blood or anything like that. That's satanic. That is not of life. That is of death and it is of murder. So it's like right there on the surface. And I don't understand why it's nobody ever like like the church. I think it's because it's indoctrinated into the church to make People following the church, like, you know, whatever, blind. Anyway, it's just like a big hypnotic uh, trance. Anyway, <clears throat> so there's a, an entry here um, on catholic.com. It says, um, it is made with his blood, not the blood of bulls and goats, but of a human being who... So let's check on that and see what that says. Because it's talking about um, sacrifice um, instead of being a meal. <laughs> um so let's see here. If you listen to the Catholics discussing the Blessed Sacrament today, you're likely to hear um, an emphasis on the Eucharist, Eucharist as a sacrifice and, and a complaint about overemphasis on the Eucharist as a meal. So they're talking, that's also disgusting, by the way, because it's cannibalism. <clears throat> I mean, they're just, it's like they're just talking about it like, oh, yada, yada, la di da. You know, we're just eating this guy and drinking his blood. Uh, he says, in the ancient world, including the times described in the Old Testament, sacrifice was the way one sealed a covenant. So there you go. A covenant was not just a contract or an agreement. It was a life commitment between two parties. To enter a covenant was to undertake a most solemn obligation on which the parties staked their lives. Now, I was just listening to this. Um, this um, there was a speaker in, in and among all the various speakers in the challenge that I'm currently in. 
the business challenge I mentioned. And I don't like the speaker. He's very boring to listen to. And I just like literally fast forward through him because he doesn't do anything for me. But he was talking about, he was doing a live demonstration on stage with the owner of the company where he was describing in detail, like, you know, we're going to take our animals, you know, and you're going to, we're going to, we're going to cut them up. We're going to kill them. We're going to cut them up into pieces and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, um, what, you know? So I don't know what the deal is with this guy, but, um, he was talking about a covenant and, a, and like how, um, it was different than a contract. And, um, so I was just, I didn't, there was something wrong with that. Very wrong to me. Like you don't kill. That is wrong. You do not kill. And they're talking about sacrifice, which is killing. So, and then he's talking about this, uh, this article here on catholic.com. Uh, he's talking about, you've heard the expression, cross my heart and hope to die. That's child's phrase today expresses something of the gravity of the commitment two parties that bound themselves to each other made. And they were brought, covenants were brought into being with blood because for most human beings in antiquity, blood was the seat of life. If your blood was spilled, you were weak. If spilled too much, you were dead. That is why animals were offered in sacrifice. Their blood was supposed to represent the human covenant makers. Um, so this is fucked up. This is like so fucked up. Um, so it's, yeah. <laughs> and it's weird to me that like, yeah, again, no Christians are like looking at this and going, um, why are we reenacting a cannibalistic you know to, to cannibalize something you, you, someone you kind of have to kill them I and mean, I guess you could technically eat them while they're still alive which is like some horror movies but it's just like they're just like la -di -da -di -da. oh yes it's all Jesus and love and whatever it's like do you realize what you're doing so um, yeah I I'm gonna look into this more um, but I think there's um, it's just, I, I just want to make sure that I'm not using something Christian in like trying to fight off the demons because you could say, oh, demons are Christian. They're like a Christian idea, but they're not. They've been around for age, you know, well, I know, I know in my research that it, they're even older than us, but well, they're not tech. I mean, technically they're not, but anyway, I go into that in the book, but <clears throat> but they just because that's the word we're using and it's just because Christianity talks about them a lot doesn't mean that it's a Christian concept or that you have to use Christianity to um, fight them or keep them at bay or whatever um, it just means that that's popular in that religion but they've also been called jinn um, they're evil spirits they're demonic entities you know um, Demon, I think demon might be Latin. I have to go look into that. But anyway, this is interesting. Ooh, check it out. I found a, a total admission of nut job cannibal, cannibalism by this, uh, <laughs> another Catholic. Okay, it's just, it's a, he, he says, my son who made his first Holy Communion this spring had a very upsetting experience. His friend who attends a different parish and who also was making his first Holy Communion said to my son, oh, it's just bread and wine. My son was crushed because he has been taught that Holy Communion is the body and blood of Jesus. I reassured him of the truth, but am I missing something? Um, what? <laughs> I, that's disgusting. 
So like they literally are like, no, this is the same substance as it's not a stand in is what he's basically saying. Um, he said, as Catholics, we firmly believe that the real presence of Christ is in the Holy Eucharist. Um, <clears throat> wow. I'm looking through here to see if I can find another. I know that he'll say it, but I just don't know where. Um, yeah, so here we go. Um, okay, so the living bread, which gives life to men through his flesh, that flesh, which is given life and gives life through the Holy Spirit. Um, this is so disgusting. So if they believe if anyone eats his, this bread, he shall live forever. The bread, this bread, the bread I will give is my life. This is fucking disgusting. It said, if you do not eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. What? <laughs> These people are crazy. This is disgusting. Oh my God. Um, wow. So yeah, I think if I go down this road, I'm just going to get more and more horrified and that doesn't really serve a purpose. So, but it's definitely good documentation, <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. So I don't want to go with a Christian. Um, and I knew that, but I'm like, I tried to find something African and I didn't find anything. I'll bet you it's been buried, um, very deeply and eradicated as much as possible so that we will be forced to think that Christianity is the only since that's all the articles you can find. Um, okay, back to the search. I just went and did a little bit of laundry and I was lucky in that I decided to try to get some seeds off of this Texas persimmon, which really it's a it's it's my favorite the thing that i thought for a year and a half was a wiesatch but it's actually some sort of acacia uh but not a wiesatch <laughs> um it's uh just so beautiful i love its architecture it's this the wood is stunning the leaves are stunning the growth pattern it's just a beautiful tree and um so i walked around a little bit waiting for the stuff to dry and I found there were a few shriveled um, black fruits on this one tree uh, and I managed to kind of grab a few of them and because they were so dry I was able to kind of get to where the seeds were inside of them which I've never been able to do before I think because I picked the fruits when they weren't dried they were like juicy and I don't know maybe the seeds weren't fully formed or something I got 12 seeds so that's exciting <laughs> I know it sounds pretty minor but it's exciting and I also gathered about seven yeah seven seeds from this thing that looks it's basically a tall shrub and one thing I noticed was that the plant life even though it's desert plants were was like all of it was it looked really like sea plants like undersea type plants especially this particular plant it had the undulating growth pattern of like i don't know it just looked like coral or seaweed 
And then I started noticing other plants nearby in, in its kind of like in its aura or in in that context that it was giving off. And it really started to feel like an underwater scene. And I know that um, where I live used to be an ocean. So it made me think like, have the plants, do they have some sort of ancestral memory of when their ancestors were under the water and they are... It's not all the way gone. It's like part of who they are now and how they express and grow now because it's um, a long lineage. It's not just, oh, all those plants died and now there's all these plants. There's a connection. So it was really this beautiful thing that I was observing in this very quiet, beautiful fall day that is, maybe it's not fall anymore, I don't know, but it's um, just a really nice day. It's It had a little bit of a cool wind earlier, but it's, Really, I mean, like, I'm wearing shorts. So, I just wanted to share that. I got some really cool seeds, and I also got to kind of have, like, a cool nature moment. Like, almost like a mystical moment. tell you guys about a really important segment that I just recorded that I'm going to put behind a very minimal paywall. I'm going to make it a subscription episode. I have several other episodes that um, I have under that as well because they are basically major thought crime. Um, I was talking with some people a couple weeks ago and I, I introduced this idea of thought crime to them and they didn't understand it, and that surprised me. They actually were taking it in a totally different direction than I had ever thought. The, they were like, oh, so you're thinking about killing people or whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, no, what? No, that has nothing to do with it. Thought crime is literally about 1984. It's like about the police state, you know, the the tyrannical dictatorship state. Um, it's about um, having thoughts that they don't want you to have. It's about... Um, thinking for yourself, thinking freely, sharing information with your fellow um, people, you know, your fellow, I don't want to say citizens because that's one of their terms, but um, it's about, you know, calling them out. It's about sharing facts. It's about, you know, exposing them. That is what thought crime is. So anyway, just so so that I'm clear, because I just assumed people knew that, but maybe not. Anyway, if you've been listening to this podcast, you are familiar most likely with the way that I think and what I like to talk about. And so I really want to strongly urge you to go and listen to this. And again, I am not doing this to make any money. I think I've made a total of $12 off of my podcast in the entire history of doing this podcast. And that's a fact. Um, It's not monetized, except for if I get subscribers and I don't have any subscribers that are paid subscribers. So... This is not why I'm doing this, is to make any money. I'm doing it because it's a thought crime, and I feel like this is such a serious issue that it would put me in danger to put this out publicly. So maybe no one will listen to this if no one subscribes as a paid subscriber, but um, this has to do with um, massive... um, They're calling it excess mortality, which is hilarious, you know? Um, 
they're trying to say it's like a sudden death syndrome like instead of sudden infant death syndrome SIDS they're just now they're expanding it to just sudden death syndrome they're trying to tell us that it's normal that athletes are dropping on the fields and they're trying to tell us it's normal that all these complications are happening after the jab and all this so I've said too much already but I figured out what it is I figured out exactly what it is and I've got evidence to back it up and I can show you the sources and I'm actually going to include a link to something that um, I would I would say is a protocol um, and it's nothing like it's not physical it's energy it's like a language of light type of protocol and um, I listened to it right after I discovered what I discovered um, and I felt I felt a lot of energy moving through my body I don't know what else to say all I can say is if you know if you're worried about surviving and you want to stay healthy and you want to try to battle what is um, what is being done to us I can tell you that there's um, now two scientists who've been um, who've discovered under their microscope and who have made uh, video um, videos and taken stills of what they found and it's shocking and extremely important very grave and I think I figured out what it is and I think I figured out how to um, heal from it so I'm just gonna share that in this um, recording I'll, I'll put this segment into its own into another um, episode and I'll put that behind a paywall and you can get that if you subscribe as a paying subscriber so I hope you'll do that and I just haven't figured out any other way to share this and I'm even putting myself in jeopardy by sharing this uh, via the podcast so um, yeah but it's this is so fucked up it needs to it just needs to be spread so um, I uh, I just want to pray to the great spirit to bless you know this work to bless all who are spreading this information and to bless all who are hearing this information and to keep us safe and protected and to help us connect and come together and um, form a network of um, solidarity and um, support and help us all survive um, what is being done to us. Thank you.